through the garden. You gotta watch your back. Well, I beg your pardon. Walk the straight and narrow track. If you walk with Jesus, he's gonna save your soul. You gotta keep the devil way down in the hole. All right, now welcome to Baltimore Police Week here on the Lowdown with LD and Sawyer. This is this is your head lieutenant of of the Baltimore gun confiscation unit. It's Wayne Jenkins here. I'm here with my man Sawyer. Me and Sawyer, that's right. Uh, me, Wayne Jenkins, and Sawyer. We go way back. We're just two. We're two peas out of the same pod. You know, we're we're two two shirts cut out of the same cloth. Sawyer, how are you doing today? I'm I'm doing pretty good. I I don't know if I want to be. Nah, you and Wayne, you guys, Jenkins, but. you guys are like this. You're just a couple of a couple of <laughs> rowdy buddies here. So this episode of uh, the Lowdown is going to be all about the recent HBO miniseries uh, "We Own the City," uh, and it's I suppose prequel, not prequel, I guess sister series. Uh, you know, The Wire. So made by the creator of The Wire. Yeah, I think sister series probably better. Word. Yep. Yeah, and it's made by the creator of The Wire, um, uh, both about, you know, Baltimore crime, Baltimore police from a very on the ground, uh, uh, kind of knowing what you're doing sort of sort, sort of situation, uh, I believe. David right, Simon. right. Yeah, there was, a, there was a book of the same title, and then the, the creator of The Wire uh, met up with that, the, the author of that book and helped get it turned into a show. So, so... I think we're gonna what we're gonna do is uh sorry by the way real quick if you could unplug and plug your mic back in I think it's giving uh, off some feedback I want to see if, if that'll clear it up but um you know uh, I think we're gonna talk about we own yep. this city first and then from there we're going to go to the wire secondly now I'm gonna pull my mic out and plug it back in to see if I'm the problem hold on sorry ladies and gentlemen all right well here oh well i'm still kind of hearing it so all right so how's it sound now now it sounds a lot better um we own this city though uh it's following the baltimore gun gun tracing track force and the plain closed unit um and really just a story of terrible terrible uh police violence and corruption in baltimore city now let me ask you this sawyer to lead this off and i'm going to timestamp this for you guys. So if you want to listen to this uh, for The Wire, I'll put in the description, like when The Wire talk starts in case you haven't seen this show yet. Um, But again, we're going to do We Own This City first, then we'll get into The Wire. Did you know that We Own This City was based on a true story right away? What did you say? Did you know uh, the whole time that We Own This City was based on a true story? No, not the beginning. I found out pretty quickly because I was, I started reading articles and stuff. So I found out quickly, but going into it, I did not know that. I didn't know that either, and it took me a little while. Um, you know, the big event that uh, this, or not a, the show doesn't center around this event, but the F- Freddie Gray uh, death, uh, you know, uh, I can't. Which yeah, they, that's original. what made me start looking up stuff. They mentioned that a few times. They mentioned a few other things, and then I was Well, like, I, I was going to say, I think this says more about our current climate than it does about me. That didn't even, like, turn me off on, or, like, turn me on to the fact that this was based on a true story, because there's been so many of these, like, police that's custody not, killings. Like, we don't, you know, that, like, you would think every everybody would know this story. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, like, that's what I'm saying, I don't you know. I how we could not know this story. 
That's what, and you know, it's so funny now because like the police have become such a hot topic in in media that I almost feel like, you know, when you watch a show like this, half of America, you know, everyone like loves it. It's a great show. And again, it's like, it's an unbiased, awful story what these cops did, like, like terrible corruption. There is no, you know, maybes, no oohs, ahs, like, like, you know, there is no I believe in this, like, like, you know, like, like these, co- these cops are literally just robbers at a certain point. Like, like it's insane. They're just, oh, it's <laughs> you know, this isn't like, like just excessive force where half the country would say like, oh, well, you know, I think a cop might need to do like, like this wasn't even about them doing bad things to criminals. Like there's a, a great part in the show where they established that Wayne Jenkins, the uh, yes. sergeant leader of the crew, who's like uh, impression I keep doing he, uh, they established that his idea of probable cause is anyone like older than 16 uh, owning a backpack. He's just like, well, if you've got a backpack and you're not, you know, uh, uh, going to the eighth grade strawberry social, you've got to have drugs or guns in there. And that certainly, again, goes to extends to people of all, you know, walks of life. That, that's not just, uh, a t- you know, I don't think we can really debate that one. I, I lost you for a second there, but I, that's how bad this is that I, I can just assume what, what you're saying uh, for the most part with, the, with these guys. That's what's I'm so talking, funny. About I'm the, talking about the, 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 the backpack, like, how, how Wayne Jenkins's idea of, of probable cause for stop and searching a vehicle was just somebody owning the backpack, the backpack. Also just the amount like, of times I walk around with just a backpack, <laughs> but also they would like stop somebody for some bullshit, you know, they'd be like, oh, yo, you know, let me get in Wayne. You know, but you, you tailgate. Uh, yeah, I can't. It takes me like a minute to get into Wayne's voice and headspace and Candace. But, uh, you know, they pull somebody over. And the next thing you know, they're like at the guy's house just searching. And like, again, <laughs> yeah, and I, in fairness, I, I, I get I get that like with shows and all they have to speed things up and. It might in real life, it probably wasn't right at their house, but it, I, I don't know. It, it may have guys. been, it may have been with these guys. Yeah, dude, there's a scene, guys. there's a scene, and like honestly, the best part, the best part of We Own This City, and I've got a ton of notes to review, but the best part to me is just the fact that Wayne Jenkins is so fucking stupid that like nine people warn him that like he's being federally <laughs> investigated for the fact that again, he's just a robber. Like, like, again, they would have no probable cause and they would just pull over some guy who just came home from, like, his job as, as an as a air conditioner repairman and he cashed a $600, you know, paycheck. Again, $600, not a, not a criminal amount of money or a suspicious <laughs> amount of money by any means. They would just take the money from the guy. And now some that's of you- like, would- That's why I'm glad that the show is based on the truth. Like, I shouldn't say glad that it's based on <laughs> true story but you think this was unnecessary uh, i like I, when i first was watching the show and i didn't know that i was worried because i was like oh is this just going to be the same thing as why and they're just taking a little bit further it's like oh no that's just what happened like that's what i'm saying so somebody may who's not watched the show but just likes listening to me talk may have just heard what i said and was like oh well ld the way civil uh uh, asset forfeiture works is that that man took that six hundred dollars and he goes and he gives it down to the police station and then you can come and pick it up if you just bring the receipts to prove it's legal no because these robbing bozos would just be like yeah i took fifty (laughs) dollars from him and then it's just your word (laughs) against his and it's like oops and easy they're that i mean these guys are how how do these guys like rationalize stuff? I, I, yeah. I, I just, in the wild, like they're they're taking like they'll take like a guy's ring or like 
hundred bucks in the thing. These guys were taking on a lot more than that. Yeah, man. Oh. There's this one cop in the wire that I just call David Duke because he's just like uh, I, I've always either called him David Duke or Bill Lambeer. He, he's like, like he's a guy with the Fu Manchu, square peanut headed white guy with the Fu Manchu, <laughs> who like just who makes Herc look like uh, Muhammad Gandhi and just like like this man just walks <laughs> around like it's school bashing time yet, huh, brothers? And, and like that it guy, even, it doesn't even make sense. Like <laughs> that guy would have been on the we own the city. About squad and been like hey boys like let's calm down you know <laughs> like these guys i don't you know these guys were robbing the people they were robbing the city they were dude the best part of the whole thing and this shows you how bad the show is is so the freddie gray riots are happening it's like super bowl sunday for jenkins he he like he, he shows up <laughs> at, the, at the, the department he's like oh, what do we got going on here on the tv they're making a joke of ourselves who wants to ride with jenks Who's right? Which let's go bust some ads, huh? And he like pulls up to the fucking scene. Like, like this man looks like uh uh you know that first high school football game of the year where it's like the whole team. I was just gonna say this, this is what we play for. Different. Like Jenkins rolls up ready to ready to go, brother. But he's the guy that's just on like the, the kickoff unit. Yeah. Too. He's got the eye black on just for the second year senior. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like making like way too comfortable around naked people in the locker room for like the other 17 year olds. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but no, Jenkins later, later in the Freddie Gray riots, um, some, some guys break into a, a convenience store and Jenkins like gets them and, and like, he just goes like, all right, you guys, get, get out of here. What, what, what are you guys doing? And so right then, and that's how fucked up the show is. I'm like, all right, there we go. Jenks didn't shoot these guys. Like, <laughs> we're doing pretty good. Then Jenkins just steals the stuff they stole. And it's like all Oxycontin. And he just <laughs> takes it to his drug-selling stooge friend, who's this corrupt bondsman, a.k.a. That, that guy's my favorite character on the show, by the way. Oh, I love, so I got this in my notes. And like soon we're just gonna go rapid fire through my notes. I love when they catch that guy. He actually like it's all like a gate. You know what oh, I mean? Sure. Like, I've never I've heard of folding like a house of cards. They 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 kind of catch the bondsman and he literally is like, oh shucks, fellas. Like, all right, yeah. Like literally they leg out these That's what I love so so much about what they did with that too. Cause like while he does just give up everybody right away, he also like isn't scared either. He, yeah, like he, he wasn't like, oh, like they're gonna give hit me with a book. Here. Yeah, no, he was. He was, like, he was it's like it's another day thought, at the office for him. This is another day at the office. Yeah, well, it was like the DEA was like Sherlock Holmes, and he's that Professor Moriarty guy. It's like it's like he was like, ah, oh, my grand arch enemy has gotten me at last. Like I thought he was, was gonna hit them with the classic. What took you so long? Yeah, 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 <laughs> dude. It's like the Joker in in the Dark Knight when he's like, I don't want to kill you without you. I would like literally like this guy gets captured by the police again. Captured's pretty loose. Like they get a tip that there was like a crooked bondsman, and they show up at his door, and he's like, Well, you guys got me. Like, like all. Oh, I just love whoever was the costume designer for this show with with that guy. That's just what the favorite part of my show. Oh, like, well, like a Baltimore Ravens. Oh, look, I was Ravens. gonna say Wayne Jenkins is only ever in like a Ray Lewis purple Baltimore <laughs> Ravens jersey or like a Baltimore Ravens like 
gray under armor you know what i mean (laughs) it's it's so good it's it's great like i love how they try to like rationalize like he did all this because he he brought some crabs to a barbecue oh Oh my god okay (laughs) okay. everybody else brought more stuff so that okay that was the tipping point of why he had to be a corrupt cop i was about to say like he was a corrupt cop for like the that man spent his money on the stupidest shit. there's like <laughs> like the second to last i'm watching the show with a with a mutual friend of ours and he keeps saying to me like man like i can't wait to see what wayne was doing with the money i keep being like well he wasn't doing anything like <laughs> in the second the last episode they were like yeah jenkins he used to go down to the Baltimore hotels and like eat a nice steak dinner and just stay in a hotel room by himself. Yeah, sometime with hookers, which is like, you know, a decadence, of course. But like other times he's just sitting there shipping sam- champagne, being like, ah, like dinner harbor. Wayne this is what it's all about. <laughs> yeah, like, what is this? Who is this guy? He had to be a weird. Like, did you see the photo at the end where they, they have him and the bondsman guy mm-hmm. like at a, at a Ravens game together? Like those two should not have been friends. I, yeah, that bondsman was just a good dude. Like, he just liked having fun, you know? Just he like knew the that age difference between them. Yeah, no, that guy, I love that guy. You know, like, that bondsman is, like, that bondsman, now that I think about it, he was, like, the only self, like, like self-aware villain I've ever seen. Like, you know, like, the Titanic. That's what I'm saying. That's what I love about it. Like, he and knows everyone else. Wrong. The Titanic's sinking and everyone else is running for the lifeboats and he's just like, ah, come on, we had a pretty nice ride. You remember yeah, that we had caviar? Good <laughs> we had a good were, roll. Were you were you part of that part where us poor Irishmen were dancing downstairs? It was a blast. <laughs> like, like, you know, he, he's he's playing the violin, he, he's sleeping in bed with his old wife. He's like, ah, like what a I got nothing to prove. They literally lay out all the photos of like his house and they're like, We found this many drugs, this much illegal money, and these many guns at your home. And he's like, pretty good work but you forgot the cocaine miss that they're like well where was that he's like under the radiator downstairs pretty good huh like like this guy just liked the thrill of the chase you gotta respect that you gotta he respect was very that. frank william abagnale if you think about it i would it, say I, more like this more like senior than junior too yeah i, I need them to flip this guy I, I need a sequel series now that it's just fiction where it's him that one uh white woman FBI agent and then that one bald retired like police cop who's just like Luke they they flip them and they, and they think he's going to be this mad genius for hiding spots but every time it's just check the radiator yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like well that's what I'd always do like they shit. don't got a radiator oh, oh okay. these guys check under like the sink or something God, like that uh, every time someone else finds it after hours, very frustrated. He's like, job well done, boys. What'd I tell you? Like, we got them. How do they keep this place warm? Check under that. Check under that. I was re-watching um, uh, the show, or uh, uh, the first episode today. I do feel really bad because there's a moment in that episode where some guys are complaining, some cops are complaining about, like, a drug bust seizure going wrong. And one of them's like, and I thought we'd be out here doing good, huh? And I'm like, oh, man, these guys... <laughs> These guys knew what everyone else was up to. But <laughs> now before I get to my great list of notes, which might be in, like a new segment I need to do, jo- like Robert Ebert, uh, 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 you know, any of those guys, my list of notes when I watch things, I'll put up against any any historian. Critics. I believe it. I know you're a good, good list maker. So uh, yeah, I observe notes. But I wanted to start with something a little more serious. What did you think of like the delivery mechanisms with the time jumping? That was my one. I'm not sure how I felt about that. Yeah, it was a little like early on. Like I'm not a fan of doing that 
like first season or in a mini series that much too because it's like you don't know we don't know the characters that well yeah it's like it was hard to keep track of like the 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 path to corruption you know like like to me like do one episode where it's just like you know like the the timeline what was the time stamp on that first episode it felt long uh, it was like an hour. Uh, it was only an hour, an hour, really? Because but... I've watched it twice, and both times I thought it, it felt longer than the first. Like, I thought it was on the second episode instead of the first. The, the second episode, you know, they really kind of go back to, like, Wayne's training days, and it's like, that's fine, but, like, well, like I don't know. The, that's, that, like, the big indicator is, like, oh, Wayne's hair is a little different. So yeah. Got, or, like, like Wayne's right, wearing is that how am I supposed blues? to follow this? By mm. Wayne Jenkins' haircuts? Like, I don't know enough about the plain clothes. The unit's called the plain clothes unit. They're just wearing normal clothes. I can't tell if this is early in their, you know, or, or what. Like, like that. that's not on me. And and just, like, you know, I, I think it's one of those things that, like, as you watch the show more, it becomes easier to figure out. But I remember when I first watched the first episode, I didn't like it as much because, like, it was really hard for me to follow up on everything jumping around. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, all right. Let's get to... Uh, Let's let's get to this. Uh, first off, oh oh, I had a good question. I really have these these unorganized. Uh, okay, so we're, we're going to start with this because because we're going with the list and then we'll go back to some serious questions. Is it just me or in this pilot? Do they really build up Herschel and this Herzl in this way? He did not like they build it up at the beginning. Like, ah, oh, this is the Herzl and the Wayne Jenkins show. It's the <laughs> Wayne Jenkins show. He, Her- I, I was real excited for you to get to him. He. Uh... That guy just loves playing evil cops too. Like he's in Four Brothers too. He plays a crooked cop in that as well. He was also one of kills his partner in that. He was one of two cops in this show that bore a resemblance to Ryan Rossillo. Um, Luckily, (laughs) the other one was a clean cop. So like, um, Rossillo, I don't think. But like, if I'm Ryan Rossillo, I'm a lot like, damn, I just look like Baltimore cops. My my one little tidbit I learned from the uh, interview I watched with David Simon is about Herschel. One of the guys, so the guy that wrote the book is a, um, was like an investigate, like investigating them for the Baltimore Sun was writing a thing and first was just tracking this. Mm-hmm. And then David Simon said like, you got to turn this into a book. But one of the guys helping him out that was like, they were trying to get real close to these guys played in a pickup basketball game with Herzl <laughs> and, and actually had like an interaction where there was like a loose ball and there was a tussle on the ground and Herzl just kicked him in the stomach like on, <laughs> in, the, in, in front of everyone. Like, Dude, that's what like, I was going to say. Like Herzl's just a fucking curmudgeon. Like, he's, <laughs> he, like, like imagine a fantasy, like, like uh, you ever see Disney's Hercules? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Hades played by James Woods. And he's got those two little stooges, pain and panic. Herschel's just like like Wayne Jenkins is pain and panic. Like say what you want about Wayne Jenkins. Wayne Jenkins is like like, and this is what I love too. Is, is really what I took away at the end of the day is Herschel. Herschel just like was in it for the love of the game. Like he was just, <laughs> just a lot of hate just, in his heart. A lot of he hate would in his heart. One hundred and fifty bucks here. Well, that was know. my problem with that. Back to what I was saying earlier. What's the problem? With, uh, my problem with the show at first is because I was like, is that what this is just going to be? Because I again, I didn't know it was a true story in the yeah. first episode. So I'm like, is it just going to be? Oh, let's take it a little bit further. They're going to steal more money. Mm-hmm. He's just going to be like. No redeemable well, qualities. Well, also, Herzl's the king of like pulling over some guy, and the guy's like, Oh, like, excuse me, there. I'm an old deacon on my way to church. Like, I, I, I've got this thousand dollars for the children youth choir that I've raised. I'm on my way now. And then Herzl will bump into him and go, Oh, he just assaulted a cop. And then he'll just start 
bludgeoning the guy on the head with a flashlight until he bleeds. And what's crazy is at the end of the day, Herzl uh, 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 claims non, you know, uh, uh, attests to being non-guilty at trial. Everyone else fucking flips, even Wayne Jenkins. He's like, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, you got us. Herzl's like, nah, man, I was just doing my job. Like, like <laughs> what these bozos? That's why he was so evil. He just, he just thought that's that's part of the gig. Yeah, man. And but like the first episode, they mention Herzl way more than they mention Wayne Jenkins. And like yeah. after that, I'm just like, I and granted, like you see him beat the hell out of some guys. Don't get me wrong, but like I kept waiting. I was like, all right, where's the scene where Herzl like suits a pregnant woman in the stomach, <laughs> like because she said, "Excuse me" at the supermarket checkout line. Like, like uh, you know, they were building him up to be like the star of the show, and I, you know, at the end of the day, you barely even Is noticed. It the first episode that he does that he has the uh, he throws like the guys the contents in his wild on the ground. Yes, yeah, and he's Slim it's, Charles from the Wild. Yeah, 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 I was just gonna say this. It's like, man, I was with my son. They should gave him a bigger role. I love Slim. We'll get to yeah. our next some trolls with my fair characters i do love the like that's just such a great asshole move the way you just throw like say what you want about herzl he's an asshole's asshole the way he just throws oh, he's, the he's wild stuff on the because he knew he couldn't eat like there were witnesses there he couldn't put anything on that guy so he just <laughs> did the smallest thing he could do to inconvenience him um the other thing uh, oh, this is another quick thing because it's kind of tied to Herzl. In the second episode, uh, they play a local rap song where, like, a local rapper talks about, like, getting that Herzl hit and, like, talks about, like, you know, it's like, oh, Herzl's so bad. He's, you know, making a name for himself in the local rap scene. And when the DA starts playing the song, she is a black, pretty young lady, like, like early 30s, like, you know, like, like, still very much with it. When she starts playing the song, these two older white men, like lawyer types in the background, start doing this like yo yo hand gestures, <laughs> like raise the roof, what up? And I, great touch. That is exactly what a very professional bureaucratic 50 year old man would do in that exact, exact situation. <laughs> like, like later, and those same guys, like a couple episodes later, they're on, on, uh, on the, uh, they're on the wire for for some. Uh, they're on the wire for some guys, uh, and and one of them's like, "Yo, dog, like Jank man, he he owned that shit, bro. Like he gets you that shit, bro." And then like one of the white middle aged guys goes like, "You hear that? Jenkins be on that shit, yo, dog." <laughs> and it's like, "Yeah, oh, I love it. That's that's what middle aged white men do, baby. You know, that, that's what they do." I, I, that's that, that reminds me early one of my early nitpicks on the show where i was just like and it, it drove me nuts and it almost made me not like the show at all was and I, I see the first or second episode they had to do like the classic like oh well we know that donald trump became president now so we have to oh, make people feel smart. i had a big complaint about that they actually not, that like, line drives me nuts because well, well, they don't the, even mention it well here's like, the, the way line. they say it go ahead here, what's here, that so so here's actually why that line's so bad is that like if they just said something about it, it'd be a little shoehorn of like, you know, oh, ha, Trump, you know. But why they make it bad is the woman says to the guy, she says, you better hope Hillary wins. And he goes like, what do you mean? And then he goes like, well, you know, if the other guys win, uh, if like the, yeah, if, that, if the exactly other guys were in office, yep. like the, the social justice division, like it's put on a shelf for four years, all that's fine. Then the guy says, well, 
Trump's not going to win. He's not even going to get the nominee. Well, if he's not even getting the nomination, then why are you talking about Trump? Why are you talking if about him then? Nominated, yeah, that's it drove me like, nuts. It almost maybe hate the show because I was like, that yeah, makes Ted no Cruz, sense. Marco, her point's just about Republicans in office. And they're I'm going to stop watching the show because like, that, that line's rules, terrible. Not, not social justice complaints. Yeah, and like, and that's my point. I don't know how they didn't catch it on like an edit like or anything. What'd you say? You would think they would catch that on an edit that no one mentions him, him prior. Like if they mentioned him prior and then the guy says it, then it's okay. Well, not even if just she that. Doesn't it's, mention at, him. it's at by, it, well, here's the thing. If he just said, well, it's not like Trump's going to win when they say that, that would be fine. The minute you say that he isn't even nominated yet, you wouldn't be singling out Trump. You'd be saying, yeah. you know, especially as we all remember, no one thought Trump was going to win, you know, until he won. Like, like right, right. There. well, it's not like Jeb saying, Bush yeah. is going to win, you know. Yeah, like, you could just say, like, oh, like they that. weren't going to win, but it, you're Marco saying Rubio. him, like, yeah, yeah, that, you're that not... says that he already has a nomination then, if you're saying Yeah, that. yeah, that, that's, that's my really issue. Um, and I once was in, uh, and that reminds me, I was at the 2017 like, VMA Awards, and oh my God, I'll never forget. Or it was like, it was like, the, it was September of like Trump's presidency. So it was almost like a full year of him being president. I'll just never forget Katy Perry coming out in like an astronaut suit. Cause that's like the MTV like logo, I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. doing this terrible, like, Oh, I'm a time traveler. Like everything's great. Right guys. Like there's not a, a celebrity, like uh, a pop or a celebrity apprentice in the office. Right. Right. And I'm like, yeah, this is just cringy. This is, it's tough. I do hate that. Now they do that in a lot of shows now where it's like, yeah, that's that's the whole thing, and it's it makes mm. I guess makes people feel smart. Where it's like, guess yeah. what? Oh. He, he did he did get the nomination and became president, Luke. Well, like I said, it's just one of those things where again, if, if he wasn't nominated, why are you talking about Trump? You know, it's, yeah, it's, that line drove me nuts. Um, and that's not even like a cool piece of like it's that's too recent for it. it's not even like yeah. oh my god he did win. It's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't. If it was like thirty from, years ago or something. This show came out in two thousand forty-five. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like people exactly. really were shocked. Yeah, you're right. That's a good but point. It's like, come on. It's... Next note, though, that I've got is Wayne Jenkins' day. Uh, dash his super juice. Wayne Jenkins gets promoted to sergeant. He calls it Wayne Jenkins' day. I'm gonna let you talk about you that could... in a second. What I'd <laughs> like to talk about really quick is I'm a little disappointed in, in Jenks. Uh, say what you will about Jenkins. Uh, one thing you cannot criticize him for is he's a terrific showman. Uh, oh, yeah. He does the same exact stunting about his sergeant stripes in the show. He does this thing where he flexes like Hulk Hogan and he slaps his arm to be like, see the stripes, see the stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have liked him to you know do something different the second time, maybe a touchdown spike with the stripes out, you know, and then he points to him. He went back to the well one too many times. Then. I see that, but it, it, I think it's, I, I, I'll, Go against on this. I completely agree with you. He's the kind of guy who that type of guy would do that, where he yeah. just he gets he one laugh out of it gold. one time, and he's just he's just gonna yeah. run the hell out of that joke over and over again. Now, I, I uh, mean, that guy doesn't have yeah. no way he's <laughs> he's got too many in his arsenal. Luke. That actually, that's funny you say that because that goes back to uh, to get ahead of ourselves here. Ziggy from the Wire. Some people yeah. hate Ziggy so much they think like. Like he's unrealistic. Like I can't. There are people that are that big of ass. Oh, I, I've met plenty. I'll when we. I'll touch on that lady when we get to that. Cause yeah, it took. I'll never forget realizing that. I was like, that oh no. Thing, I I feel differently about it when I rewatch it now. There are but, people. Yeah, when you first watch it, you get mad because you're like, you know, oh, like nobody can be this wrong and bad and always like fucking up. No, there are nope, people. Nope. There's Grabs. plenty of them. There, and there's a lot of people on that season that are just, oh, I, just I, oh, I can't them. wait till we get to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, that'll be fun. When we get to um, that. But you had a great call full credit to you about um, 
about people taking the Wayne Jenkins day thing. You're getting promoted. It's blank, blank day. You know. Oh my God, they're gonna. It's gonna be terrible. I, I think don't want to leave my be, house in the summer because everyone's gonna be doing it. I think it won't be so bad since it was such a nichely unlikable character. Like it does remind yeah. me about how like the whole point of the Wolf of Wall Street was like. There's gonna be a certain type of guy that's gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, and, and unfortunately, that guy. And even if he only does it twice, it's going to feel like he did it 18 times to you. Yeah. And so tells me that guy, going to be, have a little Wayne Jenkins in him if you catch (laughs) See, that's what I'm saying. Like, when I was trying to say all that stuff about police earlier, it's just like, I imagine some people watching this show and it's just like, well, this is a good show, but Wayne Jenkins, he's basically Lord Voldemort. He's not real. You know, like, this is what it's like. In that sense, like, there are not really people watching this show because this is what people do. Like, think about anything. People, like, yeah, people watch this show probably like, yeah, dude, this shows about like the fucking boys having a time until the city stops them. So well, that's, a, that's another thing. It's like not even us just trying, trying to be like, oh, every cop is bad or anything. But yeah, this one is like, no, th- this is a true story. Yeah, about yeah, the yeah. Of the guys that, that were all that bad. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, so. man. Dude, that's what's. Oh. All right. Let, let me see what I got. Oh, that's the other thing I was going to say. I love the fact that Wayne Jenkins only drinks like. Uh, Mike's hard lemonades and like twisted teas, and I loved when he gets called out on it. It's like you kidding me, baby? This is my super. This is my super juice. I was waiting for you to do that the whole time. That is such a that guy. They they nail that guy. They nail. That's what I'm saying. Like they, they just yeah, yeah, yeah. You kidding me, baby? My super juice, and he's. It's just just so funny too because you know he's the same guy too that would be. Very big on he has to be masculine in every way too. Yeah. When it like little things like that, he's just not mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, well this gets me fucking. It's different. Also, I just have one of my things on the list here: Jenkins, an all-time idiot. When he shows up to like that little group barbecue day, and they all have the fancy. Yeah, why, why are you always buying his fancy stuff, bro? What is Patron anyway? Oh my god, Herschel, <laughs> David Herschel, a guy who. 10 minutes ago, I said as an all-time curmudgeon has to, Jenks, you fucking give me that Patron, dog. He doesn't know what Patron is. He called it Pat Run. You don't have to drink to, like, know how to pronounce that. It's one like. word. <laughs> Pat Run is two words. And that I did, that was another nice touch of, like, little just character builder with him was, like, if, if I pronounced something wrong on a thing, like, I would just make fun of myself. Like, oh, yeah, he'd say, oh, like, him, like, be like, I knew that. Like, come on, I'm making a joke. Yeah, yeah. And then he just said, <laughs> I forgot what are, he said. Like, never making fun of themselves. Yeah, and then he just throws out, like, a, you know, you're one to laugh. Like, you ain't got no pussy anyway. Like, like <laughs> he says something. Like, like he what just, does that got to do with anything? <laughs> also, what's great is if you remember, he rolls up, and they're all like, yo, we got, like, like, like some drinks, like some some food, like five bucks. And he's like, bro, y'all yeah, try. Yeah, maybe I'll get you next week. We'll see. We'll see. Oh shit, you got you got some steaks on it. Oh, let me get in the secret stash then. And he pulls the money out of his sock. That's great. Uh, you know, I mean, I hate the actor and I hate the man, but that Wayne Jenkins on HBO, is he? He that guy had John Bernthal had me. Fully in. I don't know. I might be out on John Bernthal. You also, also, what about when Wayne, like, this is also like in the final episode, this is like right before he gets taken down. He's like, he's like, you know what? I, I'm just taking a desk job. And his sergeant's like, Wayne, like this Asian lady. He's like, Wayne, are you, are you kidding me? Like, we need you. You're head of the force. And he's like, I'm sick, man. I go down to that, to that, to that, that state house and, and the judge, they sound like, like a bad cop. They say I'm a bad cop. I mean, one check is a bad cop. I'm not a bad cop. He robs a midget stripper at one point. Just robs her. 
no reason. Nothing was not on the job. No, just robs this woman. And then later when he's with the man who saw him do it, who like his buddies, he's like, Dad, they're saying I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm like a fucking cop. They're saying that I'm a bad cop and, and I'm a dirty cop. And his friends are like, well, I mean, Wayne, you obviously <laughs> and of course are. And he is taken back. He is like floored. Me? Why? Like, That's the other character I love is the guy that like – he knew what they were doing was wrong the whole time, but he just admits it. Like the having him with Wayne Jenkins is so good. The one who was like, turn, the one who wasn't taking any of the money. No, the guy that was in, uh, that would go to like the clubs with him and stuff. The, and, one, like, the guy from Barry. He would be for it when Wayne Jenkins would would say like, "Oh, we're gonna do this." Wait, are you and talking would, about G Money or the guy from Barry? Uh, G Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gone. So that's Gonzo. I forget. I forget what the guy from Barry's name is. Yeah, I know but, you're oh, talking about that. The but I know guy. that one because like I was just watching. He's in the later part. seasons of The Wire too. Yeah, yeah. I was just watching the part. No, the Barry guy isn't from The Wire, is he? In in later seasons, I I just went through it. I didn't think he was ever in that. He plays like a small role with uh Marley's crew later on. Oh, cool. But and, um, he look he looks so much younger. You want like you talked about? Dude, um, uh, no, there's that part where Landsman from The Wire is giving like the speech about how like you know corruption and and. Uh, and fucking Jenkins is there, and he's like, free him, yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, the Barry guy, though, I love, because, like, that guy, that guy knew what they were doing all along. Oh, the whole time. Were, him and G-Money, they were just both like, yeah, like, you know. Like, that's what I'm saying. Sure Honestly, I feel like this show doesn't talk too much about, like, race stuff. I feel like it's more about, like, low-income, inner city, like that. Yeah. The one part about race that I'd like to comment on there is just like that's the difference between a black person and a white person is the black people that were committing all the crimes in the police department. I'm like, well, we're obviously going to get caught. Like, let's, you know, make sure we yeah, got all they accepted that. Literally, Wayne Jenkins like, was wrong. illegal. <laughs> what we're doing? What are you talking? What are you talking about? Illegal? <laughs> um, I deserve a badge for what I'm doing. Metal. You know, like I, you got to love that. Oh, it's great, dude! In the second episode, literally, they're taking. If you can look up the name of the Barry guy really quick, name in the show. Yeah, yeah I got it. That's uh, what I was looking up to right now. We'll so he him, is him and um, him and um, uh, Jamel. Jamel what? Jamel, and then I'm R A Y A M. Ram. Ryan. I just saw. Hold on. Sorry. Give me. Give me a little. Uh... Now, hold on here. We um... we got to touch on the one guy too, the other guy that's that's robbing the houses too. Which guy? he also plays a very small role in the later seasons of The Wire. Which guy are you talking about? Uh, John Soraki, Soraki, whatever. He's... Was he like the lieutenant? Yeah, he's the other ones that would like he would go in the house and he would. Was he the one who brought his son? What's that? Yeah, you are right. His name is Ryan, but I I swear yeah, I I don't I... remember that being his name. Like when I saw that, I was like, I don't remember them ever saying that. That's... Yeah, now it's definitely pronounced differently because I just saw yeah. it where he was getting called out like for something. But anyway, him and Wayne pass each other uh, uh, in, in the hallway and literally Wayne is like, yo, you know, I didn't give him nothing. You better not be Jamil. You better not be saying nothing, Jamil. They, they, none of us say nothing. They ain't get. And literally then Jamil sits in with the cops. He's like, yo, y'all got to keep us all away from Jenkins. That guy is like losing his mind right now. <laughs> I also, oh, that, no, I was, this is the guy I'm talking about, Sergeant Thomas Aylers, whose actor's name is Bobby J. Brown. But he, this, this guy right here, look. Let me see the picture. Uh, hold on, could you? Glare. 
Oh, yeah, I think I knew the guy. Who talk- he brings his son the one time, right? Yeah, I think I can't remember there, but he, he does uh, somehow. Uh, he's the one that like he'll go in the house and he'll tell them, like, go check this room while he like steals out of the closet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's the best part also is how these guys all just steal from each other the entire time. Oh, they're just. And one of them tries to use that during an interrogation as like cover. Like, well, come on, we can't be, we can't be that evil. We stole from each other too. It's like, that that makes you more evil. Much more evil. (laughs) Oh my God. So the infamous black midget stripper robbery. Um, The boys are at the club, at a strip club after yet another day of robbing innocent people. Um, and there's this African-American uh, female small person um, strip it. I truly do not know what the proper nomenclature is right now. I'm not trying to uh, mock small people. I'm trying to mock those who rob them. Uh, that I want to make very clear. <laughs> so Wayne Jenkins sees her and he's like, oh, my God. Like, look, look at that queen. Are you kidding me? That queen? Look at this queen. I got I to gotta meet her. I'm gonna meet that girl. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Isn't he getting a dance when he's saying this too? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I don't know, fuck that girl. You just watch. I'm gonna make my moves. So he goes in a back room with this this girl. Seconds later, comes running out. He's like, All right, guys, we gotta go. We gotta go. They're like, Huh? What? He grabs their beers too, and they run out of the strip club. And he's just like, Yeah, I robbed her. She's like, What? Like, like he literally just shoved her on the ground grabbed her stack of money in her private room and ran away. And he's like bragging about this to men that eventually will be like, "Eh, dirty cops. Yeah, that's us. And this guy, the only one of them guilty of robbing a vertically challenged African-American female exotic dancer is sitting there like, oh, dirty cop. Oh my stars and garters! I've never been, I've never seen in such foul language in my life. What are we talking about here? You think he rationalized that like with? Oh well, that that makes me a bad guy, not a not a dirty cop. No, no, no. He's he just he just definitely is like oh like she's a whore like like she deserves to be robbed. Like he that's says, one of the more evil thing I think I've seen. Like he says to them, he said, "Oh, I got way more money but- from." I, I think that's more evil than like a murder or anything. At least you're there yeah. just putting the person out of their misery. That like that's a crime of passion, a murder can be. You know, this <laughs> this just calculate. Dude, he literally says that. he says to his buddies, he's like, Oh, I got way I more. I love the reaction of Fresh, but they're just like, What? Dude, he <laughs> says to, to his buddies, he goes, like, Oh, I got way more money for murder than she got from me. It's like, well, that's not the problem here. You know, that's why I think he's just like, oh well, strippers deserve that. It's because he immediately is like that just don't have never understood like something to brag about like too like but what is he bragging about there yeah he robbed <laughs> like oh my funny god story what are those cops should have been like sir you're under arrest for armed robbery it just robs somebody oh my goodness um to that. that's their place to hang out how do you ever go back there again yeah that's true okay so here here i got one of my favorite parts of the whole series they so, so, like, one of their moves is, like I said, it's like finding out somebody's a drug dealer, finding them on the street, like, lock, you know, getting them in custody, and then showing up at their house and just literally robbing them blind. Yep. Um, and this again, goes off rob- my question for you, too, so so good good job bringing this up. What'd you say? My question I have for you, too, it oh, goes okay, off of this, you. so this, oh, this is a good segue. Go ahead. But, like, the part, 
and like that again to be very clear it's like now robbing them blind isn't just oh they're taking these drug dealers money and turning it into the state like no these guys are just stealing from people they're taking it saying hey we're gonna say it's 10 grand they're taking 10 they're putting in they're turning in two grand of it and taking eight for themselves doing things like um they find a safe that is like over a hundred thousand dollars in I think I think this one it's like 180,000 and they're basically like all right we're going to steal 80 turn in the 100 we're still going to be massive heroes. But Wayne Jenkins, Wayne uh, uh, uh Tarantino Kubrick Jenkins is like <laughs> I know what we got to do boys to sell this one. They're not going to be able to poke a hole in this. To the point where in the last episode he's like we're clear, clear boys we got that video don't forget that one time we got that. So so they bust open the safe. They find all the money. They take out the money they're going to steal. And Wayne's like, all right, so this is what we're going to do. You're going to film these other two jamokes opening the safe. And, and he says this part. He goes, now I'm going to come down. Be all, do all that. Like, wow, the way he holy. comes down is so good. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, he, goes, do that, he goes, do all that real shit. You know, wow, holy shit. Like, you can't believe it, you know? Uh, I'll make it real, you know? And so, so then... Jenkins is like coming out to say it. They open it up and they're all like, whoa, oh my God. And Jenkins goes like, what's that? And one of them goes, Sars, we, we've got ourselves a safe. And Jenkins comes out and this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. He goes, comes out and he goes, they're, they're more than 100,000 in that safe? Or they're more than 10,000 in that safe? <laughs> and, and they look down, there are stacks of money. A blind person could have been in the same room. And that safe had been like, yeah, there's more than 10 yeah. grand in there. These guys like look down and like shuffle their hands a little bit. They're like, yeah, I think, I, I, yeah, it appears, I believe, yes, yes, I believe so. And then Jenkins goes, well, if there's more than 10,000, you call that into the task force. That's what you got to do on raids when there's over 10,000. Another stop by the book. It was, it was such, an, such a nice touch. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so obviously rehearsed too. Oh, like, oh, there's how dumb he, the guy the, is. The way he <laughs> says it, that, wait, there. They're more than 10,000. It's like a geyser of money. Like, 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 like an actual good cop would never say something like that. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. A cop that is actually like by the book and stuff would never say that. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Like, because and that, that's the way we got to do it. And they're all like, that, that's right, Sergeant. We know because we do it like that all the time. Just unbelievable. That that <laughs> deserves an Oscar, that short film. They oh, and, so and, well done. And again, like, like that short that, that that stealing from that safe is probably like the 15th worst thing we've seen any of them do and yet and yet Wayne Jenkins is like well remember boys we got that video from that one safe they ain't got nothing on us I just they, love that because you, you know that's something that the real Wayne Jenkins is like was home later that night like that was good yeah 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 <laughs> that he's was like, good he's like good job Wayne you know good how job, sometimes Wayne. like a depressed person will be like, well, I'm better than the other depressed people because like, I know I'm depressed. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Wayne Jenkins was in there like, well, the real bad cops, like they don't think of the moves like that. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I got him there. Good That's old a move. Um, Sean Suter, black uh, uh, murder police played by Marlo. Um, yep. Marlo Stanfield. Boy, howdy, did that guy just get the short end of the stick in life. Oh, of it clear. <laughs> I've not consulted with Sawyer at all before I make this statement, but this podcast is incredibly uh, pro-suicide. <laughs> so I'm not very, very, like, very down with the fact that Sean Shooter killed himself. Should not have had to. No. This, no. So, 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 let's, so, so this guy's a straight-laced cop, right? 
But this man had the misfortune, and, and I, I love that they included this story because I think this is a very important part of that. Like, yeah. you know, the bad cops are even hurting the good cops in more ways than you can think. Because mm-hmm. like Souter's on this patrol with with uh, Jenkins at the beginning of his career, and Jenkins is a little more a senior. So Jenkins, classic, classic uh, backpack stop. Jenkins sees a guy with a backpack, uh, him and his plainclothes unit pull up on the guy, like speeding fast, just stop. And they have their like hidden lights start going. This guy drives away. This is a classic scene where a normal white person is going to watch it in America. And they're going to be like, well, why did he start driving away when the police showed up? And it's like, well, they're undercover. And uh, for those non and again, I- I'm a protected white, you know, upper middle class person. I'm not acting like I, I'm streets <laughs> ahead. I'm just saying it's like one of those things where it's like, well, man, if you're in a gang in Baltimore and somebody rips onto a curb right in front of you, that isn't a police vehicle. And like, like, and people run out with guns. Yeah, you're you going to hightail it probably. <laughs> you know, you're, you're thinking that's the rival gang, you know, like, like. And, and things had gotten bad in Baltimore for a while where it was like, where did spread like people yeah people yeah and not only that but, but they later like established your everyday cops like that, that the cops spread have a strict strict like you're only supposed to engage in a police chase if you know there's an armed hostage like like right. like literally they go on to say like Jenkins starts chasing this guy in a car through a suburb, like through like an old person's home, like townhouses. You know what I mean? Like like a police helicopter could have done it. Like they could have set up blockades elsewhere. Jenkins starts speeding after him like it's a rush hour movie. He fucking hits this car. This car flips over in the street. And meanwhile, some old couple coming back from church gets dinged up in all this. And, and an old man just dead. You know, the old man from those Comcast commercials where he goes, the dark. Yeah, just dead. This, this poor man is just dead. And at the end of the day, Souter goes to search the car while Jenkins is standing there, like, like being like, ah, oh, these people are like yelling because I killed the husband. Calm down, you know. And Souter's like, Jenkins, he ain't got no he ain't got no drugs on him, man. Great Souter impression right there. So, so. You know, now they're sitting there. They had no probable cause besides a backpack. There are no drugs on this man. They pursued him illegally in a high-speed, dangerous chase through a suburban area. Now they have a dead person on their hands. What do you do? This Jenks, baby, Jenks. He, he plants some drugs. But he knows that he can't be the one that finds the planted drugs because he planted them. So later on, he's like, yo, Suter, why, why, don't you, why don't you just go and check that car one more time? One more time. Like a, all right, I, I guess so, James. Shooter goes in there and he goes, yo, I found the drugs. Big old normal bag of weed just right <laughs> under the seat. First place we checked. I guess we missed it. <laughs> what? Is, like, like, Sawyer, I've seen the TV show Cops before. The first place that things are hidden is under the course. This was <laughs> just a big old bag of weed, you know? <laughs> wasn't like, oh, we had it hidden in a Jif peanut butter. No, this was just a bag. You're not missing that. You know, and of course, this is the Jenkins one, two special because later uh, he gets in another pickle. And this is one of my favorite scenes ever because we cut in on Jenkins. We have a man on the ground going, ah, 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 and Jenkins is like, oh, you trying to win an Oscar, ain't you? Another cop comes up and is like, Jenkins, what happened? And Jenkins just goes, I had to hit the guy with my car, which is, you know, <laughs> I know he like. Jenkins says it like it's as easy as saying, like, I offered a, a thirsty man water. He's like, well, this man, this man was like, looked like trouble. Had to go and hit him with my car is what I had to do. Shouldn't have been standing there. Shouldn't yeah, have been and he standing says, there. 
he pulled a gun and he pointed the gun at him. Only there is no gun anywhere. This guy um, hit my car. You believe him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, by the way, LD was hit by a car before. Right. You do not hit somebody with a car and then accuse them. <laughs> uh, uh, All-time shout-out to my younger brother who came to the scene of the crime and said, where's the Einstein who hit you with his car while the guy was standing <laughs> said. right behind him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, so Jenkins hit a pedestrian with a car for no reason. He calls like some retired cop who doesn't even like Jenkins, hardly even knows him. But it's like, damn it, man, like that's the brotherhood right there. I got to go help him get away with hitting some man with a car. Uh, and, and so he just shows up from the middle of his Peruvian chicken dinner, very specific, and just puts a, a, a BB gun behind the wheel of a car. This is another great Jenkins acting moment. Is like, you know, guy puts it up, goes up to Jenkins and goes, don't worry, it's behind the car. And like walks away. Later, a cop yells, or like radios in. He's like, I think I got something. Jenkins, like like he's right out of the book. Like pulls his radio up and goes, you got something? Comes jogging up, perfect form. That's how you knew this was staged, is his jogging form. His legs going up 60 degrees, his arms pumping perfectly. He goes up to them, he's got his hand on his head. You said you found something? What? It was a gun. Oh, 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 it was a gun. Fellas, we found the gun that I said right over here. Ooh, hmm. Come on. Kind of like him knowing that you, you get, like, right after finding a safe with that much money, knowing that you have to call this very specific thing if it's over yeah. that dollar amount. That's But normal cops are thinking about it all times and stuff like that. Well, dude, and then that's where Suter gets in. And that's why Suter, as much as I'm pro-suicide, I got to feel bad for the dog. Is like, he, he, dude, so, so they also, they bust up this, this muscle what do you call a garage this day? Just a garage? I get like some muscle car, motor shop, some body shop. That's the word body I was looking shop. for. Not muscle shop, but body shop. They pull up to this body shop. Jenkins is just, first off, he calls the guy, the black man, a gorilla, and then later brags to his black partners about it. He's like, yo, did you guys see that part where I called him a gorilla? It's like, yeah, I'm sure they wish they hadn't. Like, I wouldn't be bringing that back up. But anyway, so like, again, Jenkins ends up finding the money, robbing this guy blind. He finds the money because Suter's a good cop. And Suter goes to like, you know, Suter's like, all right, like, let's call this in. And Jenkins is like, yo, 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 there's like 50 grand here. Let's call in eight. Let's call in eight. And Suter literally like, does That's a double another thing that shows how dumb they were, too. It's like, it'd be like one thing they were stealing a little at a time. Like, yeah. like we're gonna, we find a large sum of money. that's steal like a large portion of it. That's a, that's a, well, that's dude, a good way to go. And then what happens? Is is that is like like what happens next? It's fucking um he he goes uh uh he, he says to him like you know let's let's just go on four grand let's just pocket the rest of the money let's pocket the rest of the money let's do that and 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 he's like he's like Jenks, there's cops right outside we gotta we gotta we gotta do like we gotta be honest here Jenks goes well. I want to make this clear. Not one person in this body shop had a weapon on them, you know, even shoved the cop, nothing. Jenkins is like, well, we're going to die tonight. They're worth the money they paid. I don't, I don't think any, let's, we're calling it. This is another great touch. Jenkins, he goes, let's call it. Free. We're doing that. I'm going to do that. That's what we're doing. All time. Guy doesn't even agree with him. He's just like, yeah, we just made a deal. We're doing that. Okay, no, no, I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not doing this. I'm not doing this for you. This is how corrupt Jenkins is. I didn't even write this one down. I'm just bringing this up here now. What about when they stop those guys for literally no reason, just steals the two grand out of their car 
and literally James is like, all right, yo, you see that that apartment complex got a security camera right there on this stop. Pull the car up to block the camera so block when you rob them, they don't see it. You know, it's it's insane. Dude, oh God, oh. who takes the I forget who takes the guy's uh like his actual paycheck. That's Herzl. That's a Herzl Herzl's special, LDR. baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets him fired <laughs> from the job because he missed it. I don't know how you like it. Can't have any kind of conscience on you and do something like that. Well, dude, what about when um I, I just keep remembering? Like, I don't agree with this, but I can at least see someone rationalizing, like, oh, I'm stealing from a drug dealer. Yeah, or no, no. I so again, yeah, I'm not condoning. Not that I know. agree with that either. Yeah, yeah. If but, you stumbled on the hundred grand at a drug house and you're turning in all these drugs, well, that's the other important thing to remember is at a certain point, um, Wayne Jenkins started taking the drugs from the drug bus too and <laughs> selling those. But like, you know, if you're a cop and you're you're hard to make ends meet, you know, and and you bust a hundred thousand dollar in cash on top of all these guns and drugs and you take two grand out of that again i'm not acting like that's okay but i i you know yeah, i can at least like understand someone's right like i can understand yeah. why someone would do it there's like like a real life version like the guy in the last season the uh last two seasons of the wire like the cop that steals like the ring and stuff yep like it's just like oh well dude there's this um there's this part where these two guys are just sitting on their own stoop drinking and Herzl pulls or uh, Wayne Jenkins pulls up and he's like, hey, boys, take it in tonight. All right. And one of them just goes, well, sir, this is like our, this is our property. And Jenkins just immediately is like, why, why, why? And this is honestly where my impression comes from is this one moment. He goes, why, 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 why you got to be doing that? I'm not being <laughs> nice to you. And you're just like, I, I like how it's like this guy being like, well, I'm just sitting on my own stoop. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Wayne Jenkins is like, why are you, you personally attacking me right now? Well, why are you doing this? Like, and it's like dude, that's where those guys type of guys lose me too. Because it's yeah. like, God forbid, someone came to Wayne Jenkins' house while he's sitting on his front porch and yeah. said that to him. Like, he would lose his shit. And and, and then that apparently then, was like a, a big thing in Baltimore too, where that was it was like that was really like yeah. they had real issues with that stuff. Dude, so they beat up these guys. They smashed their bottles, like all this shit. Jenkins comes into work the next day, and these these two like higher ups are standing there, like uh, Jenkins, we've got a complaint about you. Uh, Roughing up these friends. Jenkins is sitting there like, oh, man, are you, you can't, that's a big deal. You can't just beat up some guys anymore. And then the two sergeants are like, <laughs> you thought we were serious. Now, 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 Jenkins. Now, well, we, we understand that you're right to just beat the shit out of law abiding <laughs> taxpayers. Uh, look here, you didn't really get creative enough on the form. We heard that you smashed up one of their bottles. You got to lie and say they threw it at you. He did throw it at me, but I'm such an athlete that I, I got out of the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, there's just no hope for these people. No, we got to talk no later. When we get the liar like, later. We have to talk about how funny uh, Colvin gives that speech that's similar about the, the oh, um, no, people sitting on Colvin. the porch. Oh, boy. Well, um, I was going to get to this later. I hate to do this to you. I, and we owe the fans. I think we might have to turn this into our first ever two-parter because I think this is going to be no, like I'm an hour yeah, I know we missed last week. Yep. the city. And yep. I've got a lot to say about The Wire. <laughs> uh, honestly, I could go an hour and a half on just the second season of The Wire. So I think we're going to have to do this as just We Own This City, uh, Baltimore Police, episode one. And then maybe like we'll that. try tomorrow. We'll talk off air and see what you got tomorrow. We'll try to record The okay. Wire the wire portion of it. But um, – Dude, like he, you know, do you know what it reminds me of, man? It reminds me of uh, doing all the George Floyd stuff when there was that, there, like Buffalo uh, activated like their emergency or like reserve unit. And one mm. of them just shoved that old man on the ground. Oh, yeah, that video was from his head. And that guy got suspended 
with pay. And then all the other cops uh, uh, resigned because they were like, how dare you? Like, like, tell that guy he can't just shove old men onto the ground. It's like, it's like, what are we, like, what are we doing here? You know, like, like Jenkins just rubs up and these guys are laughing about it. They're laughing about it. It's unbelievable. You say that, and then I start laughing. <laughs> oh, well, I know. I'm laughing. We're laughing about people laughing about. It. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. Laugh at the la- you know <laughs> who laughs at the laughers. I do. Edgaria, Edgaria. That means who watches the watchers in uh, in um, Latin. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like an old saying that gets used in comic books. Um, but I, yeah, I just I love, I love when Wayne Jenkins just says. Had to go and hit that guy with a car. That's just it <laughs> all the time. Like, like the way he says that, so cast is like, yeah, Lynn, you know, had to hit him with my car. That's like, oh, well, you know, naturally. Well, oh, I got to ask you about my question for that off, before we get off to the next topic. What, the SKLD? Yeah, yeah, just because it's, it's on that same thing with them robbing the houses and all stuff. Right. Go ahead. So you, you can do this one of two ways. Either if you were in, if you were one of these drug dealers, or you're one of these, someone involved in some kind of black market, doing that, you're in the no good. But yeah, and you're aware of these type of cops and stuff. What would be your? And you're an outside the box thinker. What would your way around these type of home invasions be? Like, I feel like you would have some kind of system, some kind of hiding place. You can either do that, or what would you be like? Uh, no, I'll save the other part for for the wire because it's more. So you, I would need, I would, I would instantly have a stringer bell type figure who, um, yep. but an even cleaner stringer bell, like some, like they give almost like a, Guff, a Gustavo Ferring from Breaking Bad, like yep. super clean, super clean. Nobody can even contest him. Partner that is kind of playing a game with not the in cops. Orlando, so not in Orlando. <laughs> yeah, where it's like a little bit of a scratch your back. You scratch ours, also mutually sword destruction. So, like, you pay them a little bit, but it's also a bit of, like, we know how illegal you guys are. We won't, you know, we've got this really clean guy who also has, like, a law degree or whatever. Like, he'll take this shit to the FBI if you come yeah. for, you know what I mean? Like, I, I would try to do a uh, we each have red buttons, you press yours, I press mine situation, you know? But that currently isn't working right now with the Ukraine and Russia, so maybe maybe that situation isn't isn't the best. <laughs> it's not You know, maybe maybe the the mutually assured destruction principle doesn't work because at the end of the day, it's just like you know, I, I don't know. Well, what am I to do? Um, but what I also have down here is, um, and I mentioned him uh, often earlier. The guy who just brings his son to work one day is so fucking funny. Like the other guys, like, yeah, yeah, his son was just there. Like, his son wasn't even trying to become a cop. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like his son was like a, a an intern with the police. Like, his son was just like some 16, 17-year-old in high school. And it was just like, hey, son, like, we're going to get so much illegal money today. I need I need an extra pair of hands there. Grab it. So, dude, I just love also- that guy, too, because, like, I know they used a ton of people from The Wire, but... He's in a few scenes of the wire and someone had to have been just like, we got to bring that guy back. Like that guy has just a, a dirty cop. Dude, you know just- what else is that's I just remember this. That's the same guy who like in the third episode, they just stole tens of thousands of dollars from some drug dealer. And they're like at Wendy's on their way back. And like one of them in the back seats, like, yo, Sarge, like, put me in on the order. I'll get a, get a double cheeseburger. And he's like, yeah, he's I, like where's your cash? 
Yeah, yeah. he's like, all right, where, 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 where's kid. your money? He's like, bro, what the <laughs> fuck are we talking about here? You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, and all these guys, of course, did it was big. All right, we just stole, the three of us just stole 40 grand. All right, here's your guys' five grand. And it's just like, well, what? <laughs> how does that work? You know what I mean? So, so, so how are you going to be counting quarters on chicken nuggets, you know? That guy has a great dirty cop look, though. What about our man, K-Stops? The one who looks up to Wayne Jenkins? And then, but then at the end, he's the guy who, like, he debuts in the one episode where he's riding along with Wayne, and Wayne's drinking his super juice, and he's, like, rapping in the car, and he's like, yo. Is he the one that's, like, against doing that stuff? Yeah, yeah, but at first, you think he's going to be all, he's, like, all he's, like, it, yeah. He, yeah, like, if, looks if, up to Wayne Jenkins at first, right? He's Wayne's little, and then when Wayne's, like, yeah, okay, stop. So I ask you a little question here. That's <laughs> another tidbit with those type of guys. Like, I feel like the Wayne Jenkins types do always find that guy that, like, Somehow looks up to him. It's like, what? You like this guy? Yeah, and I love though when they're like, "What do you say about that?" And he's like, "I'd say it's wrong, and cops don't steal." And they're like, "This was a test." Oh, that's the answer we wanted. That's the answer. Yeah, we're getting him fired next week. Like he's, he's we're damn great in his task force clearance numbers. But oh yeah, that was a good answer there. Okay, stop. That's what we like hearing there, boyo. I really think, like, the more you're saying this stuff, I really think I would have hated the show if this didn't turn out to be a true story, because I would have just been like, oh, well, they weren't doing that. Like, that's, uh, this is just too much. That seems too set up. Too yeah, set up. yeah, there is some, I mean. It is like, a classic, oh, that we were testing you. Like, oh, that, that, that's that. Sawyer where you would have drawn the line in the sand, not the robbing of the stripper. Mid- no, if, if that no, had been a real the, story, the I would test. I think I would have become like a a Blue Lives Matter flag guy if this had been not a true story. Because I would have been like, they're just making these guys look terrible. (laughs) I I thought that I just thought what they were doing. I was like, oh yeah, oh man. But then this is something you brought up earlier that had to be talked about. The barbecue, like like Wayne, the Wayne Jenkins origin story, when he goes to love, a I love that. that was like the top, and he gets that's he gets why he is the way he is. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought they were gonna go deeper into like the the one guy that was telling him like at first he was just like green behind the ears, and then he had the older cop explain. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is how things are done. But nope, the thing that really set him off was like, oh no, my bail bond buddy has got nice steaks and stuff and no one will eat my crabs yeah. so i'm embarrassed and i now have to become a dirty cop so a little 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 annoyed he called the medium crabs somebody who worked uh, a long time in the seafood industry we call them twos uh, a one is a large crab okay. a two is a medium crab uh but but he did have the very um authentic bushel he definitely picked that up at a seafood place so that's nice but okay. so they show up to this uh party everyone's in cargo shorts uh, Three Doors Down is playing in the background, which I think is such a perfect touch for like great, this great early two thousands white guy cop middle aged party. Like, like, dude, they're all like, like they walk in there and it's just He's got I'm here without you, baby, but you're still with me in my dreams. One gets and too tonight, drunk and just girl, that by himself. It's what'd you say? One of them gets too drunk and is just singing that by yeah, himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man. Uh, and he shows up with his bushel of crabs. I'm like, yeah, Wayne, you're late. I was telling these guys about you. You're making me look back. So, ah, pick up the crabs. Yeah, yeah, give me a pick up crabs. Come on. And, and and then like he gets there, and one of them's like, Wayne, these crabs are small as shit. <laughs> one of them opens up his core. And he's like, Yeah, we got them lobster tail. We got them gray goose here. And Wayne's over with his wife. He's like, complaining about my crabs. He like my crabs. And, and it's a great way to shit on a guy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crabs are full of shit. So he, so he's like, they're medium. 
stadium. His crabs, just, man, it cost me $44. He's got to appreciate my crabs. And, uh, uh, wait, ah, which also, by the way, as a crab guy, I'm not buying $44 for a bushel of twos. That's, that in- is one thing I will agree with Wayne Jenkins on, too. I think I would, like, I, I don't even need seafood. If I brought some medium-sized crabs, yeah, and that's the first thing someone said to me was these crabs, <laughs> crabs like, I would be heated the rest of the night. Yeah. That would ruin I love my the way his night. wife's like, well, I like the crabs, honey. Well, we'll that, we'll, that, too, he says in front of his wife. so disrespectful. I, I would have been <laughs> But Wayne goes, Wayne's like, Wayne's like, yeah, they're going to be over here collecting flesh. because goes, oh, you, we'll, we'll bring them home. Don't worry. <laughs> like, he's, she's, oh, that's, that's a rider. Oh, it's also, by the way, I feel think he brought it home like the the rye bread i don't know but do you remember that scene where he's just like looking at where like uh one of it's uh gonzo or uh 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 the guy whose name that we just do not believe but um he like one of them's talking about how like wayne was just a shitty person but like had to pretend to be this family man and he's just sitting in his den on like like kinky sluts porn site.com <laughs> and like his wife comes in and he's like Hey, honey, like dinner's ready in 10. And he's like, he turns the screen out of the way and he's like, man, you're so beautiful. How are you so beautiful right now? And she's like, oh yeah, like no makeup on, just like sweating in the kitchen. I'm sure he's like, I'll kiss you. I'll kiss you right now. I don't even like other women, but you're beautiful. You're trying to say Wayne Jenkins is a family man, Luke? Uh, I mean, oh, that's, well, that's what's great is he took the plea that I love with you and Wayne just going, that's another great scene. And that's actually part of why I wrote down Wayne Jenkins, all time moron. It's when the police bring him in and they're like, all right, Wayne, everyone has spoken on you. We have mountains of evidence. Like <laughs> you're going away. We're going to give you a chance to like, maybe cooperate a little bit and we'll be a little locks on you. What do you have for us? Because first off, all that shit, you got to lock. And they're just like, <laughs> what? And he's like, yeah, oh, none great. of it's true. None of it at all. And they're like, so like and they list like six things he's done and they're like you haven't done any of that and he's like no i have not and they're like but you know who do and he goes i do and he goes all right we'll humor you who did it then and he goes well you know what actually well i'm not at liberty i don't feel like saying that right i don't now. feel like saying that right now <laughs> also there's many times in the show where he just doesn't understand the words like the patron <laughs> patron thing at some point somebody's like well, well, that offer, uh, that offer is not substantial. Or that's what I think they say to him. They're like, "You're not giving us anything uh, substantial." Wayne. He goes, "Substantial? What are you even saying?" Like, like he, this man. I love when he gets dogpiled by the FBI, and he's like, "I'm one of you. What are you doing? I'm one of you." As if like this is just a mistake. And he even said, like, the, it's like day two in prison. He's like, all right, calls have been made. They got the wrong guy. Yeah, yeah they, they know they got the wrong guy. It's like, Wayne, like, you've been. What do you think he thought was happening, too? I don't know. But but this is also, like, the problem. What about his seniors? Like, what about those guys? Because, like, they do shows. The minute Wayne gets busted, like, all the other cops turn on him and are like, oh, fuck this guy. You know what I mean? What about those senior officials that were like, oh, hey, Wayne, we got a complaint here for you. You beat up a guy. <laughs> you know we were serious buddy like do you think they were like oh wait so wayne wasn't just beating people up he was robbing them too well that changes everything that changes everything <laughs> crazy what are we talking about here you know oh my god um since this is like the most political i feel like we'll ever get on a podcast i would like to say i had to get a covid test uh the day of the january 6 riots and I posted a picture of me crying on Twitter 
like 20 minutes before like the news kicked up. Uh, I forget like what the caption was, but I was like pretending like 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 I was crying about something like abstract, but in reality, like my eyes were very watery because I just had a, something jammed up my nostrils. Yeah. Um, some people definitely thought I was like crying for like the fall of humanity or something. It was very <laughs> embarrassing. Like I remember somebody was like, was what happened to you? Crying on Twitter earlier, and I was like, Ooh, <laughs> with that wrong wrong day for the crying stunt, you know. It's even worse if you get deleted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, then then it really looks, you know. Oh man. Dude, yeah, no, but Wayne, Wayne was I've never seen somebody so shocked. For, yeah, like he's like, I'm gonna have my day in court. I'll tell you that right now. It's like, dude, what day in court? <laughs> like <laughs> but again, like his supervisors were just like, Yeah, man, go right ahead. Like I, <laughs> Also, I know we're saving the wire for next week or for, for tomorrow. Oh, for I, know, I know exactly where you're going with this, but go ahead. What an all-time role for my man, Herc, being the oh. head of the cops union. That's oh, an all-time that's an all time job, brother. He walks in and does the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes in, he's like, listen. The other guys looked away when I walked in there. He oh. oh, you're, the, you're talking, talking about, right? about Landsman. Landsman's the head of the... Oh, I, to, I, to, I just, when you said the wire, I assumed you were going to start talking about uh, it. Well, I do love Landsman because in the uh, yeah, wire. I'm not, I'm not too great with the names all we owe this. Yeah, yet. in the wire, Landsman couldn't be more of just like a, a, stoo, a stooge, I guess I'd say. Like, like he's, he's rolls a stooge, but, you know, he's just always like, like, all right, McNulty, keep your head down, like do the paperwork and we'll be good. All right. And he, then he honestly show, confuses me in the wire. We'll talk about that more in a thing, but. Like he's all over the map in that in that show. The more I, I watch it, the more I appreciate his character, though. He's a lot like your brother Steve. <laughs> <laughs> your brother Steve, the big guy, and Jamie—they're all tied up in the landsman. That's all. All, all one person. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All. all that all. just sounds like they're all one very large man. <laughs> <laughs> now let me ask you this. If you were what what's the guy who plays Wayne Jenkins' name again? John Bernthal. John Bernthal. John Bernthal came to you and said, "All right, sir, you're my agent now. I'm tired of playing like asshole, angry, scary men and something. What should I play next? How, how do you cast? What would you cast him in if he didn't want to play? I mean, he always plays that like a douche guy. Douche, he but, did yep. just he did just play like I mean he. Some people might disagree, but he was just in King Richard, and he's, he's the Williams sisters' coach in that. So that, that was a little bit different outside of his normal thing now. Okay. I always forget he was just in that. But uh, well, What would you want to see him as that, that isn't an asshole? I think that's going to be his bread and butter for, for Yeah, that's what you got him as, just a douchebag? Yeah. He, see, like, he was an even better – like, he's really good with that character. Like, I don't know if it's just it's, the it's lines a great he character. He's great man. with it. Like, I don't think – Even in The Wolf of Wall Street, the way he does that – like, like, write something down for me. I can't. Don't have a pen. Boom. Supplying the man. Oh, he's great like, in that. And like, when he's selling the quail, did you ever I watch? Always, like the, I think he does like the Punishers too. I don't know how he is in that. I'm, I've never I, watched. He's it. He's got that line where he's like that creepy older dude who sells drugs to the high school kids, and he's like, "Why don't you bring me a bag of sister's panties?" Yeah, I'm always yeah, like, yeah. That is what you... <laughs> exactly what that kind of a creepy yeah. dude from New York in the year 1997 would say. Like, yeah. like they nail him. What's up with your sister? What's up with you? Yeah, yeah. She's asking about. And he starts. He goes. He goes. There's another perfect. He's like, why don't you start bringing some girls around? I'll show you know, watch. He's like flexing. Yeah, watch yeah. Watch you like, lift weights in your front lawn of your. Yeah, mom. yeah. Hey, girls from my high school. You want to come watch some weird old guy lift some weights? <laughs> no, I huh, can't say I blame you. <laughs> oh man.
All right. Uh, we are now debuting a new segment uh, on uh, the lowdown with LD called uh, Jenkins v. McMahon, where <laughs> Wayne Jenkins and Mr. Mc- Vincent Kennedy McMahon, the owner of the WWE, uh, get into an argument about something. Uh, Sawyer, what is the argument about? All right, we've talked a lot about baseball on here, so you can pick either person for either side, but it's the automated strike zone. Uh, listen here, listen here. I, I, me and my pops, we, we used to go down to that Camden Yards every so often, right? Like, I'm not paying all that money for a ticket, having a cold beer in a hot outfield, only to sit there and watch some fucking crummy human umpire mess up the game. It's a cold ball and strikes. It's got to be a better way. Listen here, you little piss ant. I know that you walk around Baltimore thinking that you're some kind of big bad man. But I'm Vincent Kennedy McMahon. And I'm not going to let you take our American national pastime and ruin it because you need everything perfect. The umpire makes the game. It's just like in pro wrestling. You need a little bit of that human element. If you can't get one down by past a crooked official, then you ain't got nothing. You ain't got any stones. You got no sand. You're not made of anything. What do you think of that? That's the first time I've heard your your vids. I'm a fan. I got to say this. The fellow ECU alumni. I'll never forget. I'll never forget that time the big guy came down to ECU. He expected a WWE store on campus like the fucking Orlando airport. That's a Disney (laughs) store. I wish those assholes would have those spit tooth hicks would die. Remember, Vince McMahon, he's very ashamed of the fact that he's a Southerner. They'd kill themselves to put my name on their crummy little campus. It's a pretty good Vince. That was good. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. That was, I'll give you credit too, because that was tough. I gave you something that they'd probably agree with in, in real life on. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, I just. All right, now to wrap up Baltimore Police Part One Dash, we own this city. Me and Sawyer are going to go through our personal best stories for you uh, that involve ourselves and the police. Let's do it. I will go first. Um, my winter break, freshman year of college. Uh, and I'm at a community college in my hometown at this point. So I've only been a college student, only been outside of high school, you know, six months or so. Not, not, yeah, I'm still rather gullible, all that. Uh, you know, haven't, haven't left my hometown for school, visited some friends, but, but, you know, I don't have all that kind of life experience, whatever. My point is just that, that, you know, I'm setting the stage here because because when you're a kid and you're dealing with the cops, you know, you, you, you always expect the worst. You're always very worried. So it's winter break. A friend's having a party. Uh, me and another friend want to smoke a joint uh, before or during the party. I'm not sure. So we go to some baseball fields. Uh, oh, foolishly, yeah, this one. Yeah. Foolishly, we went to baseball fields that were kind of near our high school. Um, but we smoke outside on the bleachers and uh, we're, we finish and we're about to get back into my car when we see a car start heading right to us, like down this path. And this is a very secluded path just for this baseball field. It's late at night. You know, we're instantly kind of like, well, why is somebody coming here? 
then the sirens go on and, and it's a cop and you're like, God damn it. We just smoked weed. We reek of weed. Uh, and again, that's why I explained that whole thing. I'm like 17 years old, like barely, like not even a real college student. Like, you know, uh, uh, so don't expect me to play things too, too cool. But the worst part is, is the guy pulls up his car and he parks in between us and my car. And we start hearing a dog barking. And he's got a dog with him. And my friend has what was probably like a quarter, a little more than an eighth, really, probably not even a quarter of weed in my glove box. And that's where really like I, I set up that age stuff is like in my mind, you know, we've got more than yeah, one yeah, yeah, you're worried about yeah, moments worth of weed. So to me, right, like, right, you know, right. jail could be on the table, a large fine. Really, I'm just worried that my parents are going to kill me because like, I don't think I'm going to like prison or anything like that. But like, you know. I think I could get like a real ticket, something that's going to fuck me over, you know? Right. Right. Um, and, and he's got the dog. So instantly we're worried. So the guy pulls up and he's like, you know, what, what are you guys doing out here? And my friend uh, very quickly covers very well. And he's like, Oh, you know, we were going to a party at my friend's house. Uh, but my buddy here had a really big fight with his parents, was really upset. So we just pulled over on our way, decided to sit outside and just talk a little bit, you know, clear his head. And so the cop, uh, this this cop was always getting caught up on the weirdest details. He immediately starts asking about the party we're going to. Um, and he's like, he's like, all right, well, what, what's this party you're going to? Some big party? We're like, no, you know, uh, we're freshmen in college. Everyone's first time home, like 20, 30 people over at our friend uh, Brandon's house. And he's like, oh, so uh, Brandon, Brandon home? Not Brandon's parents. He thought we were like having a party in our friend's house without it. And we're like, that, yeah. yeah, he's home. And he's like, Brandon know you're coming which is a weird like at that point it's like well even if he didn't brother who are you to be like the the the, the king of the guest list right now party crashing uh is not a crime you know what I mean like like federally as far as I know I mean I guess you could call it trespassing but like again very weird for him to like jump on this like oh so these guys are trying to go to the friend's party without them knowing so we're like, yeah, he knows we're going. Like, what do you mean? And he's yeah, like, that is a weird like. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, so why don't we give Brandon a call right now? Which is again very weird. But then the next thing you know, he says to my friend, he's like, hey, what do you have in your pockets? Because he pulled out his phone to call our friend because the cop was insisting that he goes, just my wallet. He pulls out a light that's wallet. He goes, all right, anything else? And he goes, yeah, just my my car keys. And he pulls out his car keys and he goes, anything else? And he goes, no. And the cop goes. He doesn't pull out his gun, but he like raises his voice and he goes like, I think he maybe pulled out. A, no, he, he was holding a flashlight because he didn't Flash, have his yeah, arm yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, But he raises his voice a little bit. He's like, put your hands on the car. My friend's like, what is it? Put your hands on the car and don't move it. He puts his hand on his car and he goes like, take the needle out of your pocket. My friend's the like, needle? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my friend's like, what? And he's like, take the needle out of your pocket. My friend's wearing jeans and what he did have in his pocket were eye drops, which he didn't want to take out oh. because he thought that gives away yeah, what yeah. we're doing immediately. The top of an eye drop bottle is pointed, you know, and yeah. I mean, it comes into a point. So I guess the guy saw that outline, thought it was a needle or, a, you know, some kind of, uh, uh, you know, heroin. He thought we were out there like doing heroin or whatever. Okay. So then he goes like, all right, I'm going to bring the eyes. You know, so, so when my friend pulls out the eye drops, we think we're done for. Uh, but like he just doesn't react to that at all, I guess, because he was so caught up on this needle business. He's like, oh, all right, I'm going to run your guys license. You go back into your car. Yeah. If, uh, if you're thinking two kids are doing heroin. Yeah. Eye drops are a little. <laughs> yeah. A little uh, underwhelming. Yeah. So we go into my car. And we're sitting there and I'm not like that shook anymore, but you'll back this up, Sawyer. I am both a performer and an overthinker. So I whisper to my friend, I go, I'm going to make myself cry. And he goes, what? I go. <laughs> I'm going to make my, cause in my mind, I'm like, he said I had this hard 
big fight with my parents. Like I'm obviously like, this is, this is me. I'm, I'm taking this like a role. I'm like, I was in this hard fight with my parents. Now a cop comes up on me. I'm going to be very emotional. I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> Could this not get any worse? And my, but my friend just heard cry. And he thought I said, I'm going to cry. Like I'm so upset about this. He's like, no, 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 don't worry, man. It's all going to be okay. Guy just comes over. He's like, all right, here's your license. You're all good. See ya. And just leaves. Like, like talk about going from like the highest or like the lowest to lowest to the highest. Like, like this man's barometer was just heroin or nothing i guess like, like he just he really was like like, on, like i'm really glad i wasn't there for that because i would i would please don't cry please yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that was funny. Dude, do not do that yeah yeah no but like i said now you would have been saying that knowing i was trying to fake cry he was yeah that's what like, i'm saying and then hey, i would have like, i would have started laughing like calm down don't worry like you thought i was actually upset you know yeah and then i would have started laughing and i'm always the guy like yeah what are you laughing what's so funny and the um, I've also gotten in trouble with police before multiple times uh, because they were going to let me go, but then they like added a detail that wasn't true and I had to correct them. And then we started arguing <laughs> again. Time multiple times. Like one time I was in, in Santa Barbara. That doesn't me and a friend, surprise me. Me and a friend got caught drinking uh, like on the beach. Uh, and, and, you know, it was like public drinking, whatever. And in the middle of us, like, you know, the guy was like, going to let us go. He was like, throw that out or whatever. And then he's like, oh, throw out that like Gatorade you have there too. Like, I, I know I saw you like trying to hide that or like try to throw that in the, in the like sand or whatever. And I was like, oh, that was, wasn't my Gatorade. Like I'll throw it out. But like, it wasn't mine. Yeah. <laughs> and like, just, just didn't need to do any of that. But <laughs> all right. What, what's yours? What do you got? Uh, I, I got a few. I'll, I'll do, uh the concert one first um went to a concert in asbury park uh it was a i have to i can't not mention this it was a very strange concert on the beach it was smash mouth blues traveler and sugar ray so just a strange strange i like smash mouth what's that I like Smash Mouth. Yeah, even no, if, it was. It was. I, it was I, well, even if their second, I did not enjoy the show because of what happened. But was that? I said, even if their second biggest song ever was a cover, I, I still like Smash Mouth a lot. So they, uh, anyway, we go and there was an issue. The people I went, two of them were uh, our twin brothers. The a fourth person we we're with is one of their college roommates, and people were just not getting along that day. Anyway, we won't get into all that get into the concert and right off the bat the two twin brothers one of them punches the other in the face and the security guards break them up and go don't worry you'll never have to see that guy again which obviously is not true they're twin brothers <laughs> so anyway i'm not 21 at this point they get directed into the concert was broken up into a section that was roped off again just a small very small venue roped off for people 21 and older where you could drink and then people they were separate we thought i was going to be able to sneak into that section because of the assaultication like they ask us everybody's age and all so i did not get in so i'm i'm by myself in this concert i last about two songs where i'm like before i just go okay i'm i'm just going to go back to the car the car is parked on the beach you can listen you can hear the concert from there so i'm like mm -hmm. i'm just going to go drink at the car then and do that so i walk back there we're sitting there for a little bit before one of the brothers calls me and says like, ah, let's get the meet up. So I'm going to get him. We're walking on the boardwalk. And right when I meet him, a bunch of cops swarm me. Now, again, I had just been sitting at the car like this. They didn't even catch me drinking or anything like that. But anyway, they thing. And now my outfit is a key part of this story. 
I'm wearing a pink Hawaiian shirt and an American flag bandana around my head. They, when they come and swore me, they go, that's the guy, that's the guy. And I, I'm bewildered at this point. I have no clue what's going on. They sit around me and I was like, can I ask what, like, what, what do you think I did? And then they're like, this guy's been beating people up on the boardwalk. <laughs> like, what do you, I was sitting in a car. No, I was not. And, and the one lady just keeps insistence going, no, like he fits the description. And now my drunk buddy at the time is making things matters much, much worse. Cause he just keeps going, wait a minute, wait a minute. This guy, this guy right here wearing this, he fits the description. He fits the description. <laughs> so he just kept doing that. Uh, eventually they realized that it was, I was not the person and, and let me go. But There's really nothing you can do when a cop accuses you of something because like, no. and I mean, I'll, I'll give the police this, like, I like to half-ass my job. Yeah. You know, like, like if I think I've got the solution to something at work, uh, you know. But you don't want to be like argumentative with them either because then it just makes it worse. It's yeah, it's, it's tough, man. I one time got pulled over by a cop literally as I was pulling out of my uh, weed dealer's neighborhood. And that like like I was literally not a mile down the road from the neighborhood entrance when I pulled out. But luckily, right. this was only a couple years ago. So like I kept very cool and literally actually didn't even end up getting the ticket he pulled me over for. But like that was that was pretty exhilarating because like yeah, yeah, the weed was right that. there in the car and smelled and stuff you know yes. you know how it'd be but all right ladies and gents i think you guys are going to prefer this delivery outcome of two separate episodes because otherwise this episode genuinely would have been three something hours but um all right uh we'll, we'll talk and we'll either do the wire episode for you tomorrow or probably post fourth of july and we'll do a regular episode and a wire episode for you so uh, we'll see. We'll figure this out. Thank you guys for joining us again. Uh, you know, uh, just just don't be going out there accusing anyone of animal being a crooked cap. All right. That's all I got to say. Wayne Jenkins out. <laughs>